0: This is place.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm December from Excel Hub. Um I'm in. I'm a communication manager. Um, thank you for taking the interest in in uh, my session. And thanks, Alan, for inviting me. I don't know why, but thank you. Um, okay. So the the. No slice. Uh, I'm gonna talk about what uh, Myan- uh, Myanmar journalists in exile, uh, what we what they need support with, and here's what you can do. Before uh, we start with that, I just want to introduce our organization first. My organization is called um, Exile Hub, and we started um, right after coup. We were born right after coup, and. Um, we started with, you know, sending in uh, some funds for media professionals inside Myanmar. We started with sending in press kits, VPNs, full, uh, SIM cards, and funds for, you know, um, detained journalists and family members of uh, detained journalists inside. That's how we started um, in, in 2021, right after coup. And then we thought, okay, after a few months... Uh, We didn't become an organization, we just did all of the the sending in money, press kits, everything, uh, through crowdfunding. And we got 85,000 USD something through crowdfunding. And we thought, okay, why don't we become an organization? And uh, so a few months later, we thought... um, because there's so many journalists flying out of Myanmar to Thailand. Um, they needed relocation at first, and they needed a place to continue their work, a place to stay, a safe space for them to stay. And uh, we started in Bangkok in 2021, where they you know, uh, first started to uh, come into Bangkok because there was no flights directly from Yangon to uh, Chiang Mai. So it was from Yangon to Bangkok, and we opened a hub. We call it a hub slash safe space where, they, where the journalists can work, where they can, you know, uh, stay safely. It was a, uh, two from two weeks to three months maximum for them to, you know, stay at our hub. And that's where I want to show the hub and the video of, you know, our fellows. But yeah, I'll send you in the Telegram. So... Um, and after 2021, we uh, started to expand to Chiang Mai in 2022 with our um, the uh, safe space and the hub. And in 2023, we expand this year. We expanded to Mae with two safe spaces uh, for a mixed gender um, safe space, and then um, there's. Um, Only for women journalists, uh, uh, safe house in Mesot because uh, the need is more in Mesot and Masaat is a border area uh, between Thailand and and Myanmar for those who are not familiar with the Myanmar Thai uh, context. Um, So that's how we started and that's uh, how how far we have come with the safe spaces and uh, stuff like that. So, um, and what I'm going to say right now, how you can contribute and what you can do for Media Journalism Exile, it's based on our experiences, it's based on what you know. Exile Hub has gone through for the past two and a half years. Um, what we do is we have three programming and there's three key aspects to that. And the first is psychosocial support. Um, You know, we we believe in a holistic uh, approach. First, we started with, you know, shelter, safe space. But, you you know, journalists, you're quite stubborn. I'm not a journalist myself, but, you know, I can see that. You know, they're the frontliners. You know, they, they are taking these horrible, horrible news and nobody was taking care of their mental well-being, you know, and it's a, it was still a stigma for people to, you know, even talk about their, their well-being. And so we started with psychosocial support. And we gave, uh, we provide individual counselling, we provide uh, emotional well-being workshops, and there's a quite popular workshop among uh, our community uh, within uh, med- media professional workers, and that's resilient workshop. Um, we have had it for like 15, 16 resilient workshops now, and they are mainly uh, operated in um, in Mesot because, you know, like I said, the need is more in Mesot. That's where it's more of a hostile environment in Masad. So, you know, we, um, uh, we provide that, and for those who are not interested in speaking of your feelings, express your feelings with the others, we provide uh, pers- uh, personal safety workshops, border safety workshops, and um, digital safety workshops. So um, digital safety workshops are not uh, what, what, ex- what we in-house are doing. We connect with other organizations that, you know, uh, provide digital safety. Again, we, we believe in, because phys- physical safety is important, but it is uh, as important as digital safety. So uh, we, uh, we, we try to be uh, holistic with uh, our, our approach. And... The last thing is um, vocational training slash uh, personal uh, growth because uh, many of the many of the um, uh, media professionals living here, we have both uh, you know uh, older generation senior journalists, but we also have those that you know just became prof- uh, media professionals after coup. So you know we believe in um, providing them. Um, ethical journalism or video editing, how do you do video editing, and the most uh, popular one is uh, podcast trainings. We give podcast trainings, and it has been four seasons so far with uh, podcast trainings. I think Jack and a few others, they're going to talk about the podcast trainings, and um, yeah, so um, those are the things that we do. But addition, addition to that, we do emergency support. Um, it's it's not uh, in my JD. It's not in my colleague's JD. But um, we have. Um, we often speak with our fellows. We call them our fellows, our communities. And, you know, many of them, they lack visa fees. They don't. The, many of the media houses they work at, they don't provide me, uh, visa fees. They don't provide medical insurance, health insurances. So these are the things that they, you know, bring up, and they don't have any legal support. So, you know, they come to us, we talk about this, and what we do is that... You know, um, addition to the work that I mentioned, uh, we try to write uh, grants applications for them. Uh, We try to connect with other organizations that, you know, provide legal support, medical support to uh, uh, media uh, professionals so um and and uh last year we had a focus group discussions with uh a few of the a few a few media houses and a few editors chief editors um and you know we were asking you know what do you need what do you what what is that you need you know and um we have a, a research paper on that and i think it's we're releasing that soon and based on that whether their needs are uh, mainly medical insurance and um, legal support, in our border, safe, border safety training, we try to include uh, Thai lawyers that you know can speak about how to how to blend in as a as a Thai person in Myanmar or how to dress up in Mesot, Um to speak about. The, uh, because, you know, we had election in, in Thailand, you know, when to move, when not to move around, when to move around. So, stuff like that we include in, in uh, uh, our uh, trainings. So, actually, I have so much more and so much details, but <laughs> my uh, colleagues said, you know, stop right there. That's, you know, let, let the audience engage with you and ask questions. So, I'm going to stop right there, and if you have any questions... Any comments? Any discussions? Go ahead. You said you had a. Um, my name is You said you had a safe house uh, for women journalists in Minnesota. Uh Can you explain what are the special needs of the the women journalists that you cater to? Like, uh, why did you feel like a safe house was needed just for them in Mansud? Because you know, in in I can let's go back to 2021 first, in 2021, uh, you know, uh, journalists were flying uh, from Yangon uh, to Bangkok and then to uh, Chiang Mai directly now. We no longer have a, a, a housing uh, hub in Bangkok anymore. We only have... Uh, we shut down in 2023 in Bangkok and now we have more in Chiang Mai and in Manso. Uh The reason why they need more of the uh, housing there is because... Uh, in 2021, more of a, like uh, high-profiles uh, journalists, people who were at risk, they were flying out. But now they cannot fly out anymore from there. And some of the some of the uh, journalists who have been to jail, who have been detained, you know, they they um, cross uh, the border from um, what do you call it, uh, from Myanmar to uh, Mesa, and and they don't. The, some of the media houses, they don't provide any places uh, uh, for these uh, media um, women journalists. And from our findings, based on our experience, they face um, sexual harassments and, you know, verbal harassment at their workplaces or at their, uh, where they uh, stay together. So that's why we, you know, try to um, prioritize women journalists in MESOT because that's where you, they um, uh, cross at first, and then maybe they come to Chiang Mai or they go to uh, a third country. But most likely, stay in Meso and stay. Uh, they stay in um, uh, uh, Meso and in Chiang Mai. And what they need is that the first thing that we do is we give cash assistance. And you know, uh, if you know women, with uh, we give cash assistance, pads, uh, guidelines of you know you. D- Say you don't go out after 8 p.m. in Mesa. This is how you you know. This is how you don't walk around in Mesa, Stuff like that. Rules and re- regulations of you know Thai laws and how Thai authorities operate. These things we provide at first when they first come into our um, uh, safe houses. If did that answer your question? Thank you.
0: Uh, so the the way it was headlined, I was curious to know about that. How can colleagues like us in different parts of the world support you?
1: Oh, there's so many ways to support. You can support us. (laughs) Then we can support. Um, No, um, there's so many ways to support. It depends what kind of support, uh, you know, you want to be supporting. Is it legal? Is it medical? Um, Is it, you know capacity building because you know uh, we also have language classes uh, in both English and Thai because many of the young uh, you know media professionals that become after uh, journalists after coup they they need capacity building in both in every everything in languages in podcast in video editing what is uh, ethical uh, journalism stuff like that they need that um, and also how you can support i have a i have a case where we have a case where um there's this uh photo journalist and that photo went quite viral i don't remember the name of it but um, he is one of our grantees, and, you know, he wanted to have his photo, uh, his photo was um, shown in, in Europe somewhere, and he couldn't fly, you know, he couldn't fly because he doesn't have any legal documentations. and. And that's not, he's not the only person who doesn't have any legal documentations. I've faced m- many people, you know, asking for emergency support under uh, legal documentations. They don't have any PIN cards. They don't have any 10 years cards. For those who don't know what 10 years card, uh, uh, PIN cards, they are, uh, you know, for you to stay legal to, to in, in, in Thailand, it changes all the time. First, in 2021, you're doing some PIN cards and then it cost XYZ and then it increased it is it keeps increasing all the time so um, you can support in that also because for uh, A media worker to you know um, uh, stay in Chiang Mai Uh, many of the people that we know they they went they go back to liberated area and they you know take news they do their work and then they come back to rest and they come back to do their work so that type of thing they need to move around you know journalists they need to move around to uh, take news from uh, you know inside Myanmar so that is quite difficult. It's like they're stuck in, in a place. They're stuck in Mesa. They're stuck in Meso is more hostile uh, than Chiang Mai and Bangkok. So um, for them to move around, they need a le- legal documentations. And we have helped um, um, some to to you know apply uh, uh, pin cards and ten years card. But it's still quite hard because you know it's so it's getting so expensive, and we don't. They open like maybe once a year or twice a year and we always have to like oh when is the window gonna open when are they gonna you know open the uh, opportunities again so it's you know how do you want to support it you can contact me directly too. you know do you want to support in medical legal um legal documentations or vocational uh, trainings, you know, podcasts. Uh, There's a few here that support um, our podcast trainings and it is successful. And also um, uh, you choose what you want to support in. There's so many, um, you know, that you can support in. uh, Did did I answer you? Yeah, okay.
0: Hello, I'm uh, Ola from DVB. I'm, I'm just wondering, do you give support to freelance journalists only or also journalists from established independent media like dvb everybody Mizima. yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> um, we do not only freelancers uh, we do support we have a few from dvb big media houses small media houses all the time um, uh, but the needs are always uh, different if it's uh, smaller media houses and freelancers—they, uh, you know, m- um, smaller media houses—they relocate uh, from uh, Myan- uh, Myanmar to uh, Thailand. Then we try to, you know, uh, support. Sub- you know, like I said, we we uh, support as in like finding funds for them to relocate, and 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 um, that that's not what actually we do but you know we we try because you know there's such a need for them to you know otherwise how can they like you know move to uh, thailand or even relocate so um we uh we we try to support everyone that comes to you know uh us and ask for um help whether it's uh Uh, relocation fees or, hey, can I stay at your safe house in in, uh, Chiang Mai or in Mesot a few days? Yes, of course you can. So we have supported so many. Um, I should have the numbers on the slides because I cannot remember, I'm getting old, but I'll give it to you how many and, you know, there's so many media houses that we have supported and individuals also. Um,
2: hi, uh, this hi. is Nye. I am also the Asian journalist here, almost um, 25 months from now in Chiang Mai. Um, and thank you, Tizema, for your very great presentation and uh, your work, um, your organization work for the um, the journalists in Asian, and both like mentally and physically, very helpful we say. And um, uh, rather, the, the question, I would like to add the comments. like. Um, as Ms. Dizema mentioned, that uh, they they support different kind of um, uh, to design uh, journalists, but the issue is that there are many journalists here in Chiang Mai and Meso as well as in Bangkok, and um, like uh, most of the support is kind of like uh, likely emergency reports, uh, emergency support, but like. There are also the professional support like language and uh, podcast training, something like that. But the the, the deep issue is like, you know, um, drawing at uh, media support for Myanmar media, especially. And there are many news media outlets and uh, who rely on the media, newly started media organization as well as the ethnic and regional media organization. And um, they... You know, most of the media organizations, they cannot survive anymore in, in, in here in Thailand. And what's happened to them is they cannot go back to the country. And there are many journalists stuck in both Out and Chiang Mai. So um, I would like to request here, there are many of, in this room, many of you are the journalists and um, working in the different countries and... Um, report about Myanmar because we don't see many reports about Myanmar in international media and that is the one that you can help us uh, to highlight and also Ma had a lot of network uh, many, many journalists both, both women and men and um, they have a different story and there are many different stories, interesting stories that you might be interested in to cover and I think that would be great to um, have a chance to cover about Myanmar journalists as well Thank you.
1: Thank you, Manje. I didn't bring my glasses, so I, I, didn't know who you were until you said your name. <laughs> thank you. Um, I don't have any uh, comment to that because you know what you said is perfect. Any more um, questions, comments?
2: Hello, this is I? Eva from DW Academy. Yeah, thank you, December. Quite impressive your presentation and. Um, as you know, I know about um, also a lot of uh, additional trainings that uh, Exile Hub is um, organizing in Chiang Mai and in Mesod um, around um, yeah, mental well-being and yeah, digital safety that you mentioned earlier, but maybe if there's a little bit more time, maybe you can elaborate on that and uh, share with the audience um, what are those trainings about and why they are needed. Thank you.
1: You mean digital safety, right?
2: uh, Or mental mental well-being Men- as mental well? Wellbeing. I mean, your choice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, we can start with digital first because mental well-being is quite uh, broad. Um, with digital safety, we uh, we because you know we hear comments and uh, feedback from journalists all the time. Like, hey, you know, you come and give. U.S. and other other people come and give provide trainings in digital safety, but nobody gives them equipments. You know, it's just uh, there's the theory, and then there's no practice, and there's no money for that. So. We do connect with some of the some of the organizations to you know provide both uh, equipments and both uh, um, you know um, uh, trainings so you know um, it can be holistic we try at least um, and we also as an organization me I am not good with uh, digital at all um, so um, just uh, a few months ago we had for for our own um, our own organization we try to have. Uh, how to call it um, um, di- uh, digital security uh, workshop for our own team because it's important that because we have so many important data in our our laptop I- at our place, you know, and how to how to you know keep them safe is something that is very important because you know if it goes leaks, then you know it can be very dangerous for other uh, media professionals also. So that's digital safety. Um, mental health um we have forgot to mention that we have a um in podcast training um we have a season where they the you know the participants talk about in in, in series where they talk about uh, mental well-being uh how having a cat is you know is also a therapy how you know um uh they talk about that in podcasts. And we have a page uh, called Mian Charge, and uh, it it is targeted f- uh, for audience like journalists to, you know, read about mental health uh, content because I write half of them and we have the other person writing uh, half of the content. It's so important because, you know, in, in 2021, we, in 2021 and early 2022, there's... <coughs> Uh, journalists they don't want to come and and, and uh, come to our emotional workshops it's like what is it why should we why should we express our feelings to one another uh, you know they they it's like the others are more important than their feelings what's going on in Myanmar is more important than their feelings you know and it is a stigma around uh, mental health not only in Myanmar I believe it's also in Southeast Asia you know speak about your feelings so for us um, from 2021 and early 2022 it was so hard uh, for for journalists to come to our workshops uh, but more and more uh, one uh, one year and a half now we have first we started with like 10 participants barely 10 participants were applying at our, our workshops and now we have 90 100 150 people applying and we can only choose from 10 people to 15 people to to attend at our, our workshops. And, you know, through, and we always have these assessments, pre-test, post-test, you know, how were they feeling before this? How were they coping their stress and their trauma and their depression? And how are they coping and how did our workshops help and our individual counselling help uh, them with? And, and we have those assessments. And from those assessments, I can say that, you know, their uh, their mental well-being approved, uh, improved um, after after coming to our workshops and it's not only one workshops you know we have uh, we start with emotional well-being workshops and there's resilience workshops and those who don't want to talk about their feelings or you know uh, do one-on-one with uh, 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 with therapists they can come they come to our um, the Mian Charge page uh, to read about our, you know, content and or come to our kickboxing classes and personal safety classes to get, you know, their uh, anchor out. So there's so many ways to cope with uh, their, you know, their anxiety, stress and their mental well-being. How are you doing in terms of funding? And um, for people here who uh, are not based in Thailand um, and, you know, want to help, uh, are there ways they can donate uh, to the Excel hub um, if we have a page with a password which is supposed to be here um, i I can give it to you uh, because i 'll send it in the in the telegram as well um, where you can go to our our page how you can support there 's so many ways to support we can start Depends what you do, you're in the, I went to this noodle uh, community, noodle group Um, We're always connecting with, if there's a journalist, a female journalist, uh, whatever journalist, a transgender journalist um, Who wants to, you know, pitch something And if that's something that is not uh, in our capacity, then we, you know, connect with um, other organizations. If it's your organizations, then we connect with them. Either that or, you know, you come directly to us, we can talk about, you know, how we can work together. Um, Funding in 2021, not so good. 2022, not so good. 2023, (laughs) we try to be sustainable. (laughs) So... um, in terms of funding, those who are outside of Myanmar, who, who you know, do not know anything about what's going on in Myanmar and uh, journalists in exile, you can always uh, contact uh, Exile Hub. A- and also, there's many more here, other organizations also. But you can, um, I'll come uh, to you <laughs> later. We can uh, share a telegram or, uh, signal and emails. We don't have a uh, business card for, for uh, safety.
3: Uh, yes, hello. I am Sumo from the Data News Agency. Um, I am a um, journalist from Myanmar and been in exile uh, nearly two years. So uh, today, I just want to uh, comment about that uh, our situation. As I mentioned, uh, at Zima, says we have a long list. Uh, we uh, wish uh, need support. So yes, uh, our situation is now the big problem is how we. Sustainability in Thailand and how we survive for the next year and coming years. Actually, we have no answers. So, we are still trying and we stay hope uh, a lot of the support. So, uh, the journalists, uh, before the coup, the number of journalists is very big. After the coup, that number is decreased due to the safety. So, the journalists who flee from the countries also, they are they're still working in the hard condition and there a lot of financial problems and the income and the family cases. So now in this situation, uh, if there any support uh, they assess, the working journalist, maybe the professional journalist number, may be more decrease. So in, uh, yes, uh, my comment, comment is, um, if they can't support anymore in coming years, Myanmar journalists will be on the list of endangered professionals. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Masumon. Thank you.
2: Hi, um, this is Juju from Frontier Myanmar, and um, I just have one um, um, question about how you take measurement, like how you uh, what what is the measurement you take before. Supporting each uh, journalist, asking for the support or help. Um, wh- uh, so, what what is the measurement that you take? Like, um, what's the condition that um, to qualify for your s- support,
1: or like criteria? Yeah, 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 some criteria that um, that you take. Um, like I said, e- e- emergency support. It, it, um, it's not something that you know within our how do you phrase this it just happens uh we are we just happen to first we we started with housing and everything else yes that's something that we do that's in our program but with emergency uh support we just recently had somebody just had an accident it's and it's not something that you can like ignore you know uh because you know uh they they don't have any um, legal documentation, or they don't have any money for that. So we try to connect the the journalists with the other organizations that you know can support medical or you know any accidents happening. Uh, in terms of uh, criteria, we we prioritize uh, women journalists for sure, um, and freelancers, uh, CJs and then uh, um, journalists working in big media houses, but rather smaller media houses, freelancers, women journalists, than big media houses.
0: Thank you, Madi Zimbar, for sharing what you've been doing, which is very amazing. Thank you for that. I'm Grace, I'm also, uh, I work for Media Development Investment Fund. I work mainly with Myanmar Media. Most of our partners are EZI Media as well. So, I, what I want to comment is about the health, insu- health, uh, you know, support that you mentioned. So there are two things that you know the organization can support regarding the health, especially in Thailand. When people migrate to Thailand, the health is not free; it's very expensive, especially when the accident happened. So, there are two different things. For those who are living, there are several journalists in here who lives in Thailand as a student with a student visa. So, for those, they can buy health insurance. But having the health insurance is very expensive. So, for us, you know, like at MDIF, we provide health insurance for our partners uh, who hold the student visa, but we have our own limitation, right? We cannot, uh, you know, support for every journalist in here who lives with a student visa so that's the one of the support that an other organization can consider for Myanmar journalist and then the other support you know for those who are living like as you said uh, pink who are living in Thailand with pink card or the 10 years visa they are there is the insurance available and you know, offer by the Thai government called Thai Universal Insurance. Most of the journalists, they do not know about that. So I think, you know, since you have the platform, that is one thing that you can share among the Asian Journalist Network, especially for the free- freelancer. So that one is not very expensive. It's quite cheap, And then, but you, they have to go through several, uh, several official process to get it. So that's what I want to share. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you, thank you Magrace, for sharing. Um, we do um, we do provide um, M, M fund there's a um, M fund in in, in uh, um, Thailand but it's a long process it's a complicated even I don't have it uh, it's a long process but it's um, useful for those who don't hold any any cards you know if you're in massot if you are in in up with no cards, just police card. Police card is uh, like uh, you pay a monthly 500, 600 baht uh, uh, to you know, Thai police. Um, even for those, uh, can get uh, M fund, but it's quite difficult. We do try to get uh, those uh, M fund for our fellows we we call our you know community journalists uh, our fellows and uh, we we try that but like matt gray said it's quite limited and it's a long process and complicated process so yeah i i realize that um medical insurance is quite quite um expensive and it's it's uh, crucial actually even I'm, I'm considering these days I don't have a medical insurance so I'm like I, I need to get that <laughs> just in case something happens you never know you know I, I didn't ex- uh, expect to get so many questions and comments you know I wasn't uh, ready for that but thank you thank you for joining I, thank you guys
0: this is place